Good morning. My name is Alexander Peterson and welcome to the Moving Markets podcast. It is Wednesday, the 15th of February, and coming up on the show, we have Dario Messi from Fixed Income Research, who will give us insights on US inflation data and the bond market's reaction. But first, let's see what has happened in the markets. The major news this morning are Federal Reserve officials stressing the need for further interest rate increases to help tame inflation, but expressed differing views about how close they are to stopping after new data showed signs of persistent price pressures. But more on that in just a minute from Dario. In Europe, the European Union is poised to force banks to report information on Russian central bank assets as part of the bloc's latest sanction package targeting Moscow for the war in the Ukraine. Getting a handle on central bank and other sanctioned state-backed assets that have been immobilized in the EU is seen as a first step to exploring options to potentially use those funds to contribute to Ukraine's reconstruction. Turning to China, President Xi Jinping's push for a consumer-led economic recovery has hit a new barrier. As banks flood the market with a variety of lending packages in response to Beijing's urge to pump up the world's second largest economy with cheap loans, some borrowers are using the low interest rates to prepay mortgages or invest in stocks rather than buying goods. The practice, which is banned by regulators, risks undermining Beijing's attempt to engineer an economic recovery. In other news, Warren Buffett's slashed his holding of TSMC just months after disclosing a major stake, an unusually quick reversal by the legendary stock picker. Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway cut its holding of TSMC by 86% last quarter. Assuming it sold them at the average price over the period, the stake sale would have fetched 3.7 billion US dollars. After a sell-off was disclosed, the shares of the world's largest chip manufacturer slid as much as 4%. Coming to yesterday's market action, the S&P 500 was little changed, but S&P 500 futures fell 0.4%. The Nasdaq 100 was up 0.7%, but Nasdaq futures fell 0.5%. The 10-year U.S. Treasury ended Tuesday at 3.74% yield. Briefly turning to commodities. West Texas Intermediate is down to around $78 a barrel, and gold is trading at around $1,846 an ounce. In currencies, the Bloomberg Dollar Spot Index rose 0.2% and the euro fell, trading above $1.07. In the digital asset world, Bitcoin is trading around $22,100. That's it for me. I'll now hand over to Dario Messi from Fixed Income Research, who will give us more insights about U.S. inflation data and the bond market's reaction. So coming back to the CPI data, Dario, you looked at the details. What is your first take? Yeah, hi, Alex. Uh, yeah, I mean, we knew already before the print that uh, with the increase in gasoline prices uh, that we saw throughout January, that we might see some slowing momentum in this downward path in inflation readings uh, we experienced the last couple of months. Um, and this was actually also the case. Uh, but we have to admit it wasn't only the more volatile elements, also stickier core components of the index showed an uptick. Uh, so service prices, also non-shelter related increased. Um, at the same time, this strong disinflation in goods that we had slowed more than expected. Uh, on the other side, used car prices, so the poster child of the supply chain issues, in the last uh, years showed again a remarkable decrease. But overall, 
the inflation report did not bring this desired continued clear pass down in inflation pressure. That's clear. Um, from our perspective, however, we think this main trend of lower inflation is still intact and restrictive monetary policy will continue to show its lagged effects here. But still, yesterday's reading certainly increased the probability that the Fed uh, wants to go for one additional um, rate hike next month. Okay, and how did the bond market react to it? Well, investors were certainly waiting for this number. Uh, uh, and as I said before, some bad news was probably already anticipated going uh, into um, this reading. Uh, just after the reading, if we, if we look at the market, the bond market was not fully convinced where to go. Um, but finally, you said it before, yields went up with this policy rate where it's back in focus. Uh, if we look at credit spreads, credit spreads on the other side, they remained relatively stable. But generally, I would say it was not a big game changer. So do you expect a lasting effect? Should bond investors adapt their strategies? No. Um, as I mentioned before, our working assumption is that the underlying trend uh, lower in inflation remains intact. You see it, for example, in, in components like shelter. Uh, if we look at the alternative measure of rents, uh, they show already a slowdown. And eventually, also the metrics used in the index should cool down uh, along with the property market. The thing is, first, measuring inflation is not an easy task. We also just had changes in weights. This highly distorts the outcome. Uh, and second, also, monetary policy really has this lagged effect throughout various channels. So in other words, coming back to your question, no, we wouldn't adapt the fixed income strategies at this point. We position still for peak policy rates and rate cuts later this year, and we would do so with long-duration quality bonds. The most recent setback, actually, that we had, uh, this increase in yields that we saw, certainly offers some good entry points again, in our view. Thank you very much, Dario. And that's all for today. Thanks for tuning in. Goodbye for now. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast constitute marketing material and are not the result of independent financial or investment research. Please refer to www.juliasbear.com forward slash legal forward slash podcasts for further other important legal information. Wealth Insights is a podcast series where Julius Bear experts discuss topics from a wealth management perspective, whether it's starting a business preparing for retirement or transferring wealth to the next generation, our experts provide answers to the relevant questions. Available now on all good platforms, search for Wealth Insights on your favourite podcast player.